Wilfred, said Mrs. Bird. Eat up. <laughs> Eat up, spat Wilfred with his beak full. But, Mum, I'm already on my fifth helping. If I eat any more, I'll burst. Look, son, said Mr. Bird gently. You need to stuff in as much as you can right now, because cause we're fattening you up for Christmas, teased his older sister, Doreen. No, 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 said Mr. Bird. It's not that. You need to put on weight, because cause your legs are so spindly someone might think they're toothpicks, squawked Doreen. No, 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 Mr. Bird became flustered. Mrs. Bird took over. Wilfred, I'm only going to say this once. If you're too skinny, you'll just have to stay behind. Wilfred stopped eating and looked up. Oh, what do you mean, stay behind? Mr. Bird didn't know how to put it. We're going on a, um, a, a kind of holiday, he fudged. Mrs. Bird rolled her eyes. It's not a holiday, she snapped. It's the journey. The journey echoed a nearby group of older godwits, and they solemnly turned their long black beaks to the south. Wilfred followed their gaze, but all he could see was the Pacific Ocean, stretching out forever. Wilfred gulped. He had a feeling this holiday wasn't going to be much fun. Look, his father drew in the sand with his beak. Here we are in Alaska, right? Wilfred nodded. And over there, way, way over there, added Sister Doreen ominously, is New Zealand. All we're going to do is fly from our home in Alaska to our summer home in New Zealand. Is it far? asked Wilfred innocently. Only 11,000-odd kilometres, said Mrs. Bird matter-of-factly. Now do what I tell you and eat up. "'But can't we just stop and get food on the way?' spluttered Wilfred, as his mother thrust a juicy marine worm in his face. Mr and Mrs Bird shook their heads in unison. "'No food?' Wilfred's beak dropped open in amazement. "'Well, maybe I'll just stay and hang out in Alaska with my friends.' And he thrust his head under his wing. "'You can't stay here, laddie,' called one of the older godwits. "'Winter's coming.' "'So?' came the muffled reply. Mr and Mrs Bird were horrified. No one talked to a bird elder like that. "'So,' explained the old godwit patiently, "'we're all going on the journey.' Wilfred's tousled head appeared, he looked at the huge mass of seabirds round him. "'Every godwit in the flock?' asked Wilfred faintly. His mother nodded encouragingly. "'Think of it as an adventure.' "'But why do we have to all fly to the other side of the world? Why?' "'You're a godwit, son,' said Mr. Bird. "'That's what we do.' "'Your father's right,' sighed the old bird. "'We do it because we always have. "'Your grandparents and their grandparents "'and their grandparents before them.' "'Doreen fluffed up her feathers. "'I did it last year,' she said casually. "'We flew all day and all night for over a week. 
You're far too chicken. You'll never make it. Who are you calling chicken? Wilfred was back on familiar ground. Shh, warned Mr. Bird. The old godwit wasn't finished yet. I remember my first time, he said. It was glorious. The whole flock lifted up as one into the sky. Up, up we went, higher than I'd ever flown before. During the day, the sun shone, the moon and stars at night, and underneath, the never-ending ocean. But we see the sun and moon every day, whined Wilfred. What's so special about that? Mrs. Bird couldn't believe her ears. You've spoiled that boy, she hissed at her mate. Now come along, Wilfred. You've taken up enough of the captain's time. Captain? echoed Wilfred. That's right, said the old bird. They call me Captain Thunder. Mrs. Bird picked up the story. He's a hero, she said. The captain is too modest to tell you himself, but many years ago he led the flock through a terrible storm. Did you really? asked Wilfred, impressed. It was my duty, said the captain. I was just a young whippersnapper like yourself, ghosting along without a care in the world. Flight Lieutenant Wingspan was leading us through the night sky when out of nowhere we saw a storm approaching on the horizon. We could have taken a different tack and avoided it, but it was the fifth day of the journey and the flock was starting to tire. The only thing to do was to batten down the hatches and go full steam ahead. Wingspan ordered all the young godwits to the front so he could keep an eye on them. As the winds picked up and the sky grew black, I remember calling out to my mother in fear. Wilfred glanced at his own mother. What happened next? Have you ever seen a bolt of lightning, laddie? It's as fast as the speed of light and it cracks like a whip. Wingspan would never have known what hit him. There was a moment of silence as the captain paid his respects to the fallen leader. With Wingspan gone, I was now at the head of the flock, me, a youngster with no experience. I panicked and started flapping for all I was worth, but it was so windy that I was being blown backwards. We all were. My ears were ringing with the roar of the wind and the screams of terrified godwits. I was so exhausted that my wings wouldn't work any more. A huge boom of thunder rolled around the sky, and I knew I was going down. I closed my eyes and prepared for the worst. Then suddenly everything went quiet. It was so peaceful, I thought I'd died and gone to heaven. I started thinking about all the birds I'd miss. My mother, Uncle Ted, my little brother Dory. My ears were still ringing from the thunderclap, but I could make out a small piping voice behind me. Mum, I called out, is that you?' 
Mr. Bird stifled a sob. I opened my eyes, and to my amazement, we were all there, the whole flock. We weren't in heaven after all. We were in the eye of the storm, right in the very heart of it. The darkness raged all around us, but there in the centre, we were safe. The old bird stopped as memories took over. Wilfred waited, and waited. His family kept a respectful silence, but Wilfred couldn't wait any more. "'Did you make it to New Zealand?' he asked impatiently. "'Of course he did, Birdbrain,' scoffed Dorin. "'That's why he's still here to tell the tale. "'Ma'am,' whined Wilfred, "'Dorin called me Birdbrain.' "'I'll talk to you later,' hissed Mrs. Bird under her breath. "'The captain kicked back into life. <laughs> "'There's nothing wrong with a bird's brain, laddie. "'It'll lead you to the other side of the world and back.' "'Oh, yeah,' said Wilfred. "'I've forgotten. "'We come back, don't we?' "'Every year,' intoned the captain, "'this is where you were born.' This is where you return. Wilfred thought for a moment, then turned to his mother. Any crabs left? I'm hungry for adventure, all right. <laughs>